Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre and good Holy Sunday morning with God. With Psalm 25, we pray, My eyes are always on the Lord, for He rescues my feet from the snare. Turn to me and have mercy on me, for I am alone and poor. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Here in the studio, I'd like to greet Michael, my producer, and my special guest, Dr. Jack Zamora, We are all safely isolated, socially distancing, yet humanly integrating with a good coffee, good cappuccino, (laughs) and a good Sunday morning with each other, with you all, and with God. Good morning, doctor. How are you doing? Very good, Father. Thank you so much for the invitation here. Thank you so much for uh, your help and your generosity and your sponsorship as well. There is a reason why you are here. Both of us are immigrants, I believe. And I like this to be the very first corner for our show on this uh, first Sunday in the month of uh, March in the season of Lent. I know you come uh, from a family um, in Colombia, mm-hmm. I believe. And you have a very, very, very special story, your own testimony about your life that and somehow it could not have been unless your mom had made a good decision at some point. Can you tell us more about, a little bit about your pre-birth and birth? <laughs> that's, that's going straight into the, the depths of everything. <laughs> it, yes, it, uh, my story is, is an interesting story. I, I uh, you know, give thanks to God every time I, I, every morning, every night. Um, yeah, it's been an incredible journey. Uh, my parents immigrated here from Colombia. And I was not really planned. My mom, uh, she's probably going to be upset that I tell everyone this, that uh, that uh, she was using a, uh, an IUD contraceptive and uh, and she conceived, uh, my parents conceived me. And the, the doctors, the physicians uh, told her that she should probably abort me because um, the IUD wasn't found and uh, she had just had my older brother. And, uh, yeah, she, she made a decision that I like <laughs> in keeping me. <laughs> and all of us like as well, yeah. doctor. You're doing a great change around you, and you're helping a lot of people in your practice, which we will come to talk about in a little bit as well. Okay. Tell us a little bit more about God in your life. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, I, you know, as a, as a, as a young Roman Catholic boy, um, we went to uh, church every morning, started Actually, church was my my morning babysitter. My mom would drop us off at church before school, and then we'd go to school. Um, uh, I was an altar boy, and I was really involved. Um, But uh, just like uh, most youths, you start to um, stray away, I believe. Um, And I don't know if it's just what it is exactly, but uh, 
I'm, I'm really grateful and thankful for my wife, uh, to my wife for bringing me back to God and, uh, and a lot of the experiences that I had. And, you know, I have my own story and, uh, just absolutely grateful, uh, to be here and, uh, to help, um, do whatever it is I'm supposed to do in this planet. And uh, what do you do exactly as a doctor? As a doctor, this is this is interesting. I'm a, I'm an oculoplastic surgeon, and uh, I do so. I'm an ophthalmologist and oculoplastic surgeon, and I do a lot of cosmetic surgery. And I had difficulties doing cosmetic surgery for many years. I mean, I had some um, feelings of guilt because of the vanity component of it. And it wasn't until the last few years that I realized why I kept getting pushed into this field. Um, for the last few years, I've been working on, on stem cells for use in a cosmetic fashion. So we, uh-huh. use, we use cosmetic stem cells to improve the quality and appearance of fine lines and wrinkles on the face. And last year... Uh, the company Vitro Biopharma that I'm working with. Um, last year, I told the uh, the scientists and the uh, the board at the Vitro Biopharma uh, about a year ago. Um, I told them that we're going to be using stem cells to treat COVID nineteen. Wow! Yeah, and uh, and they laughed because it just didn't make sense. And mm-hmm. here we are today. We've successfully treated. Uh, been successful at uh, giving stem cells to patients throughout the U.S. Uh, thanks to the FDA's compassionate use uh, under the expanded access program. And uh, we're closely um, getting to hopefully our phase one, two-way approval for the treatment of severe COVID. Severe COVID, yeah. not the early phases. Correct. Using umbilical cord stem cells. And it seems to be successful throughout the world. Which is a very safe stem cell. You're not using embryonic cells and it doesn't kill babies and it doesn't expose the body to any danger, I think, to a certain extent, right? And it's beneficial for the body, I guess, in general. Yeah, the, the neat part about, uh, you're right, about all of those things. Um, embryonic stem cells or fetal stem cells are, are kind of dangerous. They can cause cancer, they can cause a lot of problems, and they're just not not very um, uh, safe to use. The stem cells that we use are the stem cells that we get from the umbilical cord uh, after birth. Uh-huh. And so we're able to harvest those uh, stem cells that have been just uh, <laughs> planted there. Uh, and so I've, I've, I take the umbilical cord, we process the umbilical cord, we take the uh, stem cells out of the umbilical cord and grow the stem cells. And so one umbilical cord is able to treat a number of patients. And these stem cells that come from the umbilical cord are then packaged uh, in these little vials and sent to hospitals like in New Jersey or California or Alaska. And then the stem cells are injected IV Mm-hmm. In, through the vein, uh, and after they go to the vein, they go to the heart, and after they go to the heart, they go to the lungs. And that's where we really need that anti-inflammatory uh, effect that the stem cells are are creating in the treatment of that cytokine storm that is caused by COVID-19. Wow, doctor, this is an amazing. I'd like to hear more about it, and I'm sure our audience would love to hear about it. It sounds like a, a good miracle 
there is logical miracle in fact that is in the medicinal help God provided through the intelligence that he gave to humanity to a human being who's professionally working in the medical field like yours and I'm sure many doctors uh, would agree with you that you are providing human beings with safety with security you're giving them answer how to defeat this COVID-19 virus basically um, you know I'm a priest I'm not a uh, doctor but I can tell you as you were talking I felt I am looking at the Holy Eucharist because you know uh, the bread and the wine and the hand of a priest becomes uh, the body and the blood it becomes a living being it becomes the Lord Jesus Christ with us um, and in the flesh and his body and his blood and his soul and his divinity we say um, the stem cells are they living being that's a great question uh, they're 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 cellular they're cells that are living cells um, but it's not like, uh, well, I guess it's similar to, to, it's not quite like an embryo where you put uh, a sperm and an egg together. Um, this is a, a cell that has been, that can turn into something, but, but not necessarily a, a baby, a new baby at that point. Uh, this is uh, more likely to turn into supportive tissue, like it can turn into a bone or muscle or cartilage, things of that nature. Wow. I know, doctor, before uh, I love to listen to a small hymn of praise this morning to just help the people a little bit uh, remember that today is a day of the Lord and to thank God for such wonderful things happening around us that gives hope to the people. Um, when you treat people, before we go on to small praise music, do you see in them the image of God? Do you take care of them? Well, I'm on the I'm on the side that's um, making the stem cells, and so I definitely send a few prayers to the stem cells and hope that uh, God will, you know, infuse. And we're not them. imposing that upon anybody. We know we live in a little bit yeah, of a strange yeah. world, but <laughs> yeah. but this yeah. is a great I, I, testimony I, I, that yeah, you're giving I, yourself. Yeah, I, I I hope that our our stem cells can really help uh, not just our nation but the whole world, and and truthfully. The countries uh, all around the world are starting to use stem cells, and the successful data that is uh, being presented is is very hopeful. Um, I, my heart goes out to all of those people that uh, passed away, uh, the 500,000 Americans, um, and all of the people throughout the world. And I wish we had had this uh, sooner, uh, but... Uh, Hopefully, we'll be able to get this. Today, in fact, we are the show and we ask all of our audience to pray. Pray according to their own feelings. Those who pray in the Holy Bible or the who go to church for the Holy Eucharist. And those who pray in nature in any way, shape or form. Christians, non-Christians, uh, um, religious, non-religious. We ask them to offer a moment of silence, recognition and uh, good remembrance for all these souls that have died. Not only in the United States, but all over the world from this COVID-19 and let us look for a better day coming up. When we come back from this hymn of praise, I like to ask you because I hear there is like some type of a vaccine that might uh, show up that is a safe vaccine, if I'm not mistaken. You might be working on something as well, but we leave this till um, after our uh, praise and worship break. Son 
Welcome again with this Sunday morning with Father Andre on KNUS 710 AM every Sunday morning. Um, Dr. Jack, there is um, a little prayer, a word from the Lord when he speaks in the prophet Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 23 to 26. The Lord says the following, When I prove my holiness among you, I will gather you from all the foreign lands, and I will pour clean water upon you and cleanse you from all your impurities. And I will give you a new spirit, says the Lord. Well, praise be our Lord Jesus Christ and his Father and his Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Doctor, um, um, back to Colombia a little bit before we continue with the COVID and the new things that uh, your heart is pushing you. And I know you're inspired by God, actually, in your research personally um, to to improve cures, to create cures. I'm not sure which word is the best word to utilize. But how was life in Colombia? Well, well I, I, my, I lived there only a few years. I, I was born in the U.S., in New York. Uh, and then my family moved back to Colombia for a few years, and my memories were were limited. And I was a child. And then we well, you, you told me a little bit about your personal life before, and I'm sorry, my question may not have been clear. How's Colombian life? How's life and in how's Colombia? Life right in Colombia? Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it's been through its turmoil. Uh, I remember. Uh, being there, visiting family, uh, when, uh, FARC was very active and bombings and all of these things, uh, the drug problems of the eighties. Um, uh, but recently it's just been really transforming into a beautiful, uh, beautiful country. And it's um, funny. Both of us have had an experience that, uh, uh probably you are, uh, pre-born that, uh, you weren't a child that you, uh, could have been meaning meaning there could have been no child basically and then mom made the great decision which we greet her in the lord and we thank her so much for giving us such a wonderful man you and your wife and your family um, when i was a child myself on a sunday morning just like today at quarter to eight in the morning i insisted on mom and dad i said i want to go to the church i was a chubby boy and then mom and dad did not want me to go to the church there was bombing all over you know it's a, it's a war in lebanon in the 80s and as soon as i got out of the house i'm holding a blue rosary in my hand 
a bomb explodes about 50 feet away from me, a big bomb. They called it 255, whatever, whatever that meant. But I remember clearly that I should not be alive as well. I must have been probably about 10 years old or 11 years old. Um, miracles of our childhood when we come from countries that no turmoil. What do they teach us when we come to America? What is the message that today we can give to Americans, which we are Americans today as well, ourselves? Um, what is the message we can give them of hope, of mercy? What are Americans missing? Uh, I would say that just to, to the gratitude and the appreciation of all of the opportunity that exists here in this country. You know, unless you live in a different country, you can't really appreciate how wonderful. I mean, my, my family came from nothing. And to be here today, um, I thank all of my teachers. I thank uh, all of the people that supported me. And um, I was just I was just blessed and I'm super grateful. And I think this opportunity exists for all of us. And I agree with you. Uh, as you started your show, you know, the more we help each other, the more we all succeed. So do you think God uh, proved his holiness to American people? Well, I think to individually, I think many people will have different answers to that. Uh, for me, absolutely. Um, but I think it's, uh, it's not over yet. There's still more to come. There is more to come because it's funny. We need to heal the land, I believe, right? I mean, it's one of the messages that we will be focusing on every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. You and me and many other guests as well. And people, even in the audience, they can send us an email to frandre at missionofhopeandmercy.org. Are Andre at Mission of Hope and Mercy.org. They can tell us their own stories, their own testimonies. They can uh, share jokes, good stories. We still want to vet everything they're going to say, right? We do not want to put bad things on the air because KNUS has a great standard of, uh, um, uh, of a speech, actually, and of conversation. We want to keep it uplifting um, conversation for the soul, for the body, for the nation, for the family, for faith, for principles, ethics, and for God as well. Um, and this in America today, we see there is a division. We see there is also confusion around even the medical truth. Not only. I thought God is the only problem yeah. in America. Today with the COVID-19, we discovered that even there is a huge division in the medical field. You know, some of them says uh, vaccines, others says no vaccines. In short and sweet, before we conclude today's show, and hopefully we can pick up um, in the next show, you and me, what is the story of the vaccine? What is the message Americans can take? And I do not want you to be liable, but I want to give a recommendation. I'm sorry if I put you on the spot with that. No, please do. Um, you know, and, and I've said this before. Unfortunately, as a Hispanic, uh, blacks and Hispanics were the hardest hit population. Uh, and it's just interesting to me that we're also the ones that are least vaccinated. And I don't know why. Is it a lack of access? Is it is it a lack of trust? Uh, regardless, um, I think if anyone should be vaccinated early on, it's people who are at greater risk from dying from COVID infection. Um, if you have the age, if you have the uh, uh, medical uh, comorbidities, then it's probably safer for you to get the vaccine than it is to get COVID, right? Uh -huh. Will uh, you come up with a vaccine? Are you planning? Uh, yes, working on it. Um, one that... Uh, Hopefully, we'll have more than just one protein, uh, mm -hmm. 20 some odd proteins. 
uh, one that is um, not going to have a, a, so many significant inflammatory problems with it. Um, and I think uh, we're on, we've been working on it for the last uh, nine months. Uh, and and many of us are accompanying with a lot of prayers. And yes. I know it's going to be a safe vaccine, does not contain any of the whatever people are worried about. Right. And, you know, currently vaccines have these products to create uh, an immune response. And I don't necessarily think it's it's needed. And so uh, we'll see. Testing we'll see. And we'll see if uh, we can create something that is uh, very natural. Well, Dr. Jack, um, with you, I am very happy that on this uh, very first uh, Sunday morning of uh, March 2021, um, we are covering today's faith, freedom topics, uh, people's issues and concerns over life, over God. And uh, we want to keep the light, right? We want to keep our eyes focused on the shining city on a hill amidst dark clouds of evil divisions. Listen, my dear audience, we can beat it, guys. Just lift up yourselves up to God with the spirit of trust and the one who said, be not afraid, I have conquered the world. And we always say, Jesus, I trust in you. And um, Dr. Jack, thank you so much because I may say you are the sponsor of this show as well. And you've been helping me because now we're going to grow the audience to be a home, to be a community all over the world, to grow the spirit of solidarity, to rebuild the smiles, confirm a truth and hope in the heart of the upcoming generations to stand uh, for what's right, for kindness for goodness, for light, for faith, for family, for freedom in order to win the victory, for peace in the 21st century and save our land as well. And the show aims to awaken American spiritual strength to defeat errors and violence and to persevere in our responsibility towards the peace, the love of God and the neighbor. This is Father Andre Mahana, is a founder and president of the Apostolate of Our Lady of Hope, also known as St. Rafka Mission of Hope and Mercy. You can visit us at www.missionofhopeandmercy.org. So what do we do? We simply remind the world that Christianity is a good light in the world, and it must remain. It's a good baby. We must not abort it. We all must preserve it and save it, for it is the light of the world, and it is a good salt for the earth. We stay on the message, stop the persecution, and stop all forms of hate. We feed people every month, or as often as we can in the country of the cedars of God in Lebanon and whatever there is a dire need. We help family providers, children, the vulnerable, the rejected, dejected, the oppressed, and the needy to find faith, to find medical treatment, to find food, hope and mercy, and to be freed if they are lacking freedom and be treated with dignity and with love. We educate them. Governments leaders, church leaders, community leaders, academic leaders, business leaders, so they can help us to achieve this noble and divinely inspired mission. You also can help us achieve in this mission of save, educate, and aid about the Christian plight in the world. Please visit our website, and if you like to donate to our campaign at $25 to continue feeding with food boxes that are enough for one month's supply for a family, visit www. Mission of Hope and Mercy.org. That is www.missionofhopeandmercy.org. Again, this is Father Andre and good holy Sunday morning with God. The day is all yours. See you next Sunday.
Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre.